Well, good morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily this Monday morning. Welcome from me, Goff, one of the leaders here at Kings. We're taking these, these, we're taking, using these moments to do a little study in the letters of John. Um, we finished 1 John last week. I really enjoyed going through 1 John. I'm actually going to, this week, go through um, 2 John and 3 John. I don't think I've ever... <laughs> um, spoken from um, these two little books and one's tempted to just flip the page and move on um, thinking that maybe there's not a lot there but you know we, we have we have high regard for God's Word and therefore we want to see what he has to say to us through these little letters so let's pray and we'll jump into 2 John Lord thank you that you have given us truth you've given us your word and it's it, 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 it's so Lord it, it, it's nourishment to us it's it's help to us it's life to us and I pray this morning as we just spend these few moments opening your word that you'd speak to us and help us as we set off into our day in the name of the Lord Jesus Amen okay so here we are two John if you can if, if, right at the end towards the end of the Bible um, one of the late last letters to be written in the New Testament, um, as we'll see in a moment, it just re I think it reflects a slightly different um, uh, landscape in the early church. Um, by this time, it's it's likely that uh, both uh, Paul and Peter had um, uh, been put to death, been martyred in Rome, and so that first apostolic age if you like we was drawing to it to a close and and John the disciple John he's an elderly man and he's writing to warn what he calls his dear children uh, of different challenges in um, uh, swirling around in their world so let's have a little look see what it says verse one the elder <clears throat> to the lady chosen by God and her children whom I love in the truth, not only I, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Slightly strange couple of verses, aren't they? The elder. Well, the, the word there is um, presbyteros, the word, the, one of the words that we would use for elder in our language. Um, presbyteros, that's where we get presbytery, presbyter, a presbyterian, um, churches led by a, a, a group of elders. And John graciously calls himself the elder. They know who he is. I mean, it's strange over the years there's been dispute as to, you know, was it another John and all the rest of it. But uh, such is his... Uh, uh, not popularity, I was going to say, but he's so well known that uh, he doesn't have to explain the elder. And so we take it um, in that way. Speaking of dear John, who uh, has this reputation of loving the churches that he, that he serves, serves. So what about the next bit? To the lady chosen by God and to her children. What is that all about? Well, um... Some people think that there was a, a particular lady that he's speaking of. It's interesting we don't even get her name here. 
Um, but most people conclude that actually uh, John's speaking about the church in, in, in these sort of intimate terms. The church, after all, is the bride of Christ. <laughs> um, it's a theme we have through scripture that, that, uh, that, 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 that Jesus loved the church and gave his life for the church. We're the bride of Christ. When we get to the end of Revelation, we have the, the that John also wrote, um, he speaks about the marriage feast that, that we have, the, 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 um, the marriage of the Lamb and so on. So, um, to the lady chosen by God, I think he's speaking about a church congregation. Um, it, could, it, it could be a, a, a house church somewhere, it could be a, a, a gap, we don't know, but it's, it's wherever it was, it's precious to the Lord. The church that is precious to the Lord Jesus. It, it's his bride. It may not look very spectacular on the outside sometimes. In fact, uh, sometimes when it looks spectacular on the outside, uh, it's not quite so impressive on the inside. <laughs> um, there's like someone, that it, it, there's a quote somewhere, I can't remember where, um, in, in church history along the lines of um, um, in the early church. In the early church, they could say, um, Take, um, take up your bed and walk. They had words that brought healing. And they, they weren't very impressive to look at, but they, they were impressive in actions. But when, they, when, the, um, uh, when, when the splendor and riches of the church came, the uh, effective power of their message was diminished. So he speaks about the church. Church is precious. It, 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 it's the apple of the Lord's eye. It doesn't, and, and, you know, in these days, we might feel quite small. We might feel quite sidelined in our culture. But uh, the church is special. It's the bride of Christ. Um, there's a lovely quote by, by, J.I., by um, John Piper. He says, beware how you judge. Things are not as they seem. Um, and, and he goes on to speak about the pomp of, of world ceremonies and world rulers and how one day it's all going to be turned around and the church be presented as the, the, the beautiful, glorious bride of Christ. So, to the lady chosen by God and to her children whom I love, the children of the church, those who are part of the church family, those who have been born into the family of God who I love in the truth, not only I, but also all who know the truth. Now, in a moment, um, John's going to get on to some of the challenges that, that face, the church, face the church at this time. And, and uh, he, he's already in the, in the earlier letter spoken about the importance of truth, knowing the truth, holding on to the truth. We spoke about that last week and using the truth as the sword of the spirit, the word of God. Um, and so... The truth really matters. And so the first thing he's saying here is that as Christians, we should be loving the truth. We're going to love the truth because of the truth which lives in us. It's not just the truth that fills our mind, our intellect. It's a truth that dwells in us. And that little word um, dwells or lives in us it's a it's, it's it's a little word that john uses a lot it's a word meneo which means to remain do you remember in john's gospel jesus saying remain in me and i in you remain in you um 
And uh, similarly in that gospel, he speak, John speaks about the disciples uh, remaining with Jesus, following him, going to be where he was, remaining with him. So it's a lovely word. And, and what John's saying here is that truth, the truth of the gospel, it, it remains, it lives in us. And of course, it was John who, who, who wrote about the word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. It, it's all focused on the Lord Jesus, and, and he lives in us. And it goes on there, the, the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. John loves to speak about the truth. John loves to encourage us about the truth. That's, that's why we want to open our Bibles regularly, daily, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It's, I've used that quote before from J.I. Packer. It's God's lifeline, his truth, his word. It's a, it's a lifeline that we hold on to while the rescue is in operation. I love that quote. Our rescue is still in operation. One day we're going to be taken home to glory. Sometimes we go through particular trials when we feel um, perhaps we feel in the dark maybe we feel lonely maybe we feel neglected and those are moments for us to grab hold of the lifeline to grab hold with, with with both hands as it were lord i'm trusting in you your truth your word that's why we open our bibles on a daily basis and ask the Lord to speak to us so that we can be grabbing hold of the truth holding on to it especially when we feel weak and wobbly my time's gone let's pray as we go into today that uh, truth will be ringing in our ears today Lord I pray uh, be with us as we go into today we, we, we spoke in the last week or so about uh, the sword of the spirit learning verses to hold on to and uh, maybe I can give you that verse this morning you will know the truth and the truth will set you free Lord I pray would you be dropping beautiful verses of truth into our hearts and minds right now that we can grasp take hold of and use as we walk through today. Go with us, Lord, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless, and I'll see you again tomorrow morning. Bye now.